Welcome back to this week's edition of the Rangers Report. We're here at Loftus Road for this week's open training session where me and Andy Sinton will reflect on Saturday's defeat to Ipswich Town. We'll talk to attacker Paul Smith as well as looking ahead to the trip to Southampton. This is the Rangers Report. So since we're here at Loftus Road, fans are in support as well at open training. First of all though, how was your weekend? Yeah, it was good. Good weekend. Um, yeah, a little bit disappointed with Saturday, but I thought the performance was uh, by and large uh, good and something to build on. Obviously we lost the game, but um, we had chances. Um, and probably a little bit unfortunate to, to come away with nothing. But uh, yeah, so weekend was okay. Great to be here, sun's out. Great to see so many fans, you know, part of the QPR family. Super for the fans, certainly the youngsters to be uh, here today, seeing their uh, favourites and getting up close and yeah, big day. After a, a long way, long time away from WTL, we've been here now three days in a week. It's always nice to be back at Loftus Road, isn't it? Always great stadium, you know, steeped in history and uh, as I say, good day for the fans and uh, an important one for the players as well. Throw us back to your playing days. What was it like, uh, sort of an open day like this? Yeah, we used to do them. I think it's vitally important. It's, it's certainly important for the fans to know they can get up close with the with the players. You know, post for selfies, sign autographs. But it's also, um, I think, it's really important for the players to to get up close to the fans as well. I've already mentioned the word family. We are a family, and uh, days like this can only grow that. A few fans asking you for selfies as well. They don't forget. <laughs> I've done. Uh, I've done one half. Uh, I couldn't wait to get out of the sun. Actually, it's a bit warm for me. But uh, no, as I say, um, the players will come over. As you can see, they're doing their work. Then they'll be over mingling. And uh, as I say, I think it's a really important day. And we're only on Monday. Obviously, this will be going out later in the week ahead of Southampton. But the work starts now, doesn't it? Ahead of the trip 100%. to St Mary's. Uh, the work starts once the final whistle goes after Saturday. You know you. Uh, you analyse the game and they'll be ready to go today. I wouldn't have thought Monday morning they'll be doing a massive amount. Hopefully a couple of bumps and bruises are, are OK. But uh, yeah, the work for Southampton very much has started. Let's cast our mind back 72 hours, back to Saturday and here against Ipswich. What was your initial thoughts after the defeat? I thought we were really unfortunate not to get something from the game. You know, if you look at the, the efforts we had at goal, we're standing you know, at the school end where Sinclair comes inside and he hits the far post, keepers beaten, uh, hits the inside of the post, comes across, hits the other post and, you know, falls to safety, you know, I think I've described it on commentary as, uh, how's your luck? Um, but yeah, they're the, they're the key moments, the fine moments, second half, um, you know, after that, you know, we had Morgan Fox had a, had a really good header, uh, saved Ilias 20-yarder, powerful shot just over the bar, they obviously had the free header early doors, second half, Sinclair does does amazingly well, you know, he carves a chance out for himself down that left-hand side. Uh, could he square it for Ilias on another day? Yeah, but, you know, brilliant from him. Uh, keeper makes a good save, then a minute later, we should score. And that's at a time where it's nil-nil and the first goal is key in any game. Um, and we got undone with 15 minutes ago with Connor Chaplin, who seems to have a habit of scoring against us, uh, scores at this end. And, that was enough to give Ipswich the points. Uh, even after that, you know, Ilias, an audacious effort from just inside uh, the opposition half, has got the keeper scrambling. 
then Asmir at this end makes a brilliant save from Maslowonga. So, uh, so yeah, disappointing. Sorry, it was a disappointing result, but I think there was definitely positives to take from that game. That was what I was just going to ask. Was there positives to uh, take from it? We left Watford on the opening day and yeah. really much to take from it. Cardiff, there was positives, definitely. I, and I, th I, th I think on that, you know, you're, you're asking for positives and people say, oh, well, you lost at home again. But we've seen games where we haven't had too many efforts at goal. But I think we went toe-to-toe -to -toe with a a good Ipswich side, a banging form Ipswich side. What are they, 21 games unbeaten now, all told, last season? And, uh, you know, a little bit more fortune. <laughs> you know, the fine lines, the fine margins that everyone talks about in football just went against us at the weekend. And um, hopefully, during the course of the season, they'll tip the other way. And do you, in that instance, we see Sinclair hits both posts. Is that just unlucky, or do you create your own luck? What's the sort of well, you take on it as a footballer? That, that one incident is just unlike you know what more can Sinclair do the keeper's beaten hits the inside of the post and I'm probably behind up there once it hits the inside of the post I'm waiting for it to nestle in this far corner uh, it goes along the line hits the inside of the other post and goes back and goes to safety you know so um, and those instances you know some some go for you some go against you um, when you make your own luck I think you have to score one of the chances you get at the the other end that's making your own luck and that's converting when you're on top and that makes a big, big difference, but it went against us. But as I say, uh, some positive signs there to build on. Sinclair Armstrong caught the sort of headlines again for his chances. And that. Is that something to take confidence? A young striker growing in well, he's, he's week growing. in, week out, isn't yeah. he? He's growing. Yeah, he's growing and growing and growing. You know, um, we said last week, delighted, everyone at the club, delighted uh, that he got his first goal down at Cardiff. And, you know, you can see maturity coming into his game. I can see improvement and developing in terms of you know his link-up play, his hold-up play. Um, so yeah, and as I say, on another day he might have had two at the weekend, but the first one, so unlucky. Before the game, we saw the opening of the Forever Ours bar. We saw your pint-pouring skills. We won't, <laughs> I won't be asking you anytime soon since to pour me a pint, but it was a, a great occasion, wasn't it? It was a great occasion. Uh, Forever Ours bar opened. That's just another way that the club can um, you know, keep remembering uh, all our inductees and former players and coaches, managers who've served this club great. Uh, for me, it was absolutely brilliant to be behind the loft on Saturday when it was, um, you know, really busy and uh, buzzy and to, you know, to chat with fans, have a drink with fans. And uh, that was really, really good. And obviously we've got the, the opening of the, the legends of the loft and uh, Jerry was here. What a, what a true QPR legend. What a great man. Delighted to see him back at Loftus Road. So from that point of view, I think it was... Uh, it was a really good uh, afternoon before the game started. Moving on, we had the, we'll reflect on Paul Smith, who we'll catch up with in a minute as well. He had quite a good return on back here in W12. Yeah, Paul's, you know, Paul, time at the club here. I think he, he did quite well for one reason or another. He's had to leave the club, but now he's back. I think he showed a Cardiff fan Saturday what he can, what he can add to the team. You know, he's a, he's a bundle of energy. Uh, more mature, he's got a, got quality in, and you know I think he can be pleased once again with his uh, with his performance on Saturday. Perfect. That leads us perfectly to interview with Paul Smith, who joins us after training here at Loftus Road. So we're here at Loftus Road, joined by attacker Paul Smith. Paul, thanks for joining us. Thank you. How are you, and how is it to be back here at QPR? Yeah, good. Um, brilliant. Like like you said, I've been here before, and I know what the club's like, and I know what the club want to achieve, and. Once I spoke to the gaffer, obviously I played with him at Wickham and, and got promoted with him. We 
had a little connection there and he brought me in, he knows what he can get from me and, and that's what he wanted me to come back and do and, and I think that's what I've been doing this season so far. And uh, the debut here on Saturday, your, the second home debut for QPR, how was that feeling to be back in front of the Loftus Road crowd? Yeah, brilliant. Um, the fans are always brilliant here, they're loud, they're rowdy and I've seen they've got that safe standing there as well for the rowdy ones which is always good. Um, it makes the atmosphere better and, and, and gets you ready for the games and gets you up for the games and like I said, the debut was just unfortunate. We could be very narrow, but I think we performed the best there and we were just unlucky at the chances at the end. And yeah, Saturday, was, I was just glad to be back. I spoke to you after Cardiff. How you managed to drag yourself back onto the coach and then the same. You seem to leave everything on the field. <laughs> That's just me in abundance. Um, that you're getting. Everyone knows that. I'm just full of energy and just want to run around and work hard for the team and for, for the fans. And, and that's that's the main thing. And For me, if, if everyone's saying that I played well, that's all I want to hear. And, and that's what I try and do every week. So you'll see more of that this season. Yeah, good. Paul, I'll, I'll, you're back at the club. Delighted to see you. Delighted that you're back. Um, we know what we're getting from you. Do you think that couple of years that you, you left the club and went away, you've come back a better player, more mature player, you've had a bits and bobs to your game that can uh, um, help you be successful and the team be successful? Yeah, 100%, like you said. I think for me, most important was to play games. Yes. Um, and I started doing that under Ian Holloway when I first came. And I thought I was getting a lot of joy and I was enjoying it. I was getting experience. Um, and I was still young and, and inexperienced in, in a way. And... Obviously, the new the managers came in, and I wasn't favoured, and I thought I need to get game time to to develop my game and and just learn the game and learn about it. And I think the the four years that I've that I've played in all different teams, I've been learning different formations, different ways to play, how to play the game, and positional. And and I think that's a, that's the best thing about it. I say to all the young boys here now, I said if you if you ain't going to play for the first team. There's no point sitting in the 23s because you don't really get much from it. And he says, if you can go get game time and go get that experience and then play and fight for something, it, it means a lot more and you'll learn so much. I, I, I fully echo that. I think there's no substitute for playing. You know, sometimes as disappointing as it might be at the time, sometimes you have to step away from something to go and play, develop, improve, then come back stronger from that experience and mature. Then go and show us. I wouldn't say a different Paul Smith because yeah. we know what we're getting, but uh, could I say an even better Paul Smith? Yeah, of course. I, I guess a more mature one. Um, like I said, I was just in my own head. I, I like to play. I want to play for something. And I, when I first came, I played. I remember, I'll never forget it. My first game, I offered away, like yeah. 23s. It was completely dead, no atmosphere. Like, I was thinking, is this what what it's like because I was used to playing against men when I was 18, 19 playing at Lemonfield I was playing for, for titles and for cups and f like 2,000, 3,000 fans and, and I came to QPR and I was playing for the 23s and it was like nothing so I was like I don't want this I want to play I want to have fans I want to get them excited I want to show them what I can do and I think like I said that's why I went on loan and when, when my time came to leave the club um, I just thought I want to go and get that experience and like I said I, was, I won the league with Leighton Orient and it just made me a better player so Paul, looking ahead to the weekend, Southampton away, team just been relegated to start the season well with 2,800 fans going to support Rangers, game to look forward to, eh? Like you said, just get relegated from the Premier League, biggest league in the world and we've got a chance to go there and get a result. What else do you want? What else can big you up for the game? So, of course for the fans as well, it's a nice week down in the seaside and get, get on the boozer and have a bit of fun and support us having put on a show and, and hopefully we can. Simon, the I mean if he's coming down, go ahead, he can have a shot on me. Um, but no, the fans, like you say, they travel in their numbers and they're always good and they're always loud and that's what we want to hear all season and, and we'll, we'll fight for them and, and give them the results that they want hopefully. Fantastic, well I speak for everyone at the club and the fans. 
wishing you the best of luck. Thank you. Just to wrap up, will it be the final time or the first time we see the black the backflips from Paul Smith? Um, hopefully, hopefully. I mean, what a better place to do it. The team has just been relegated from the Premier League and, and then I can say I scored at St Mary's, couldn't I? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it and excited and all the boys are ready for it. Best Thank of luck, you. mate. Cheers. Thank you. Top man. Perfect. Thank you, Paul. Cheers, Appreciate it. So since we just heard from Paul Smith, what have you made on his return to QPR? I think he's made a, I think he's made a, a decent start, a promising start. Obviously, we, we touched on the fact that he's uh, was, was here and he had to step away. But I think we'll get a, a better Paul Smith if that makes sense. I think we'll get a more mature. You know, he's gone away. He's had to go away to get game time. Great experience. Did well at Orient, so that'll stand him and hopefully the team in good stead for the rest of this season and beyond. And you sort of you mentioned to it, he said it himself that he's a bit of a different player, a bit more experienced, more mature now. That's something that you can kind of see in his game, isn't he? Yeah, as I say, what, what is he now? Mid twenties. I think he's got a young family. You know that brings maturity because it has to. But on the field, he'll have he'll have had experiences, good and bad. He's got loads of games under his belt now. He's had a bit of success. Can he come here and make a big, big impact? So Sunday after the game here at Loftus Road, Sunday morning, everyone around the nation woke up and the Lionesses, the World Cup final, wasn't to be, but a great tournament in the end, wasn't it, to reflect on? Yeah, I like uh, millions uh, was glued to the TV, you know, willing the Lionesses to, 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 to bring that World Cup home. I think they've done fantastically well uh, to get there, not only to get there, but what they've done in the last few years has been remarkable. You know, it's really raised the profile of girls and ladies and women's football and long may that continue. Um, but yeah, they just came just came up short in the in the big one and if I'm being honest, I thought Spain were the better side on the day. You know, score a, a score a goal where we get caught in possession and exposed in the area where it came from. Um, you know, Mary Earps who's had a great game in a great tournament, saves a penalty and you're just thinking, you know, could that tip it in our favour but she's had to make another couple of saves so I thought on the day it's no shame because Spain are excellent and to come through what they've come through over recent years you know with all the behind the scenes stuff that they had uh, really enjoyed the game really enjoyed the tournament just came up short but those everyone involved those those girls and everyone involved in that setup should be immensely proud of what they've done I think I speak for everyone where my heart and my prayers are with Spain's goal scorer uh, Olga Kimona, you know, I think uh, it was reported this morning that just after the final whistle, she heard that her, her father had passed away and uh, I think I speak for everyone where our thoughts and our prayers are with her. So we'll move on to Southampton now, the week ahead. We'll be looking ahead and Gareth Ainsworth gives us his, his thoughts ahead of the trip to St Mary's. Gareth, despite the defeat you spoke of your pride after last Saturday's performance against Ipswich, how has this week been? Been brilliant. Um, I'm the manager of QBR. We come in here and uh, and honestly, since the Tuesday after the Watford game, this place has been a buzz. It really has, and uh, so proud of the boys and the fans for what they're doing at this club. They're, they're doing it, you know. I'm trying to say, right, can we get this going? They're doing it, and it's been brilliant, you know. Um, yeah, we've had one or two knocks. Yeah, we've had a couple of last-minute goals against as well. One at Norwich, and then second half, sort of sick new against Ipswich Saturday, but still. Still people believing, still the fans were there at the end saying, we know, we know what we're trying to build here, we're proud of this, we know where the club is, we're proud of this. Wow, we got Sinclair firing, we got people like Ryan Colley making appearances, you know, from the development squad. Coupled with the six signings I made, the experienced boys coming in, they're only going to get fitter, 
this it's going to be a good place, believe me. And uh, and all I want to do now is is keep working with the boys. You know, some of these young ones do a lot of individual work, trying to educate and trying to trying to show them how good they could be. And then these older boys, they're in there and they're running the dressing room for me. They're they're real winners. Um, yeah, excited and what what a chance to go and impress on Saturday as well away at Southampton. Wow, and you know, you'd give your right arm to play in this game, you know, and I'll tell this to the players, you know, all the fans who are coming down, 3,000 plus, they'd give anything to be on that pitch with you. So give everything you possibly can. And, uh, and with this structure, with this new way of playing, listen, we might get a whack, it's the next Premier League team, but I'll tell you what, I fancy us on Saturday, I really do. I fancy that we could go and upset and uh, I do every single game, but more importantly, so do the fans and so do the players. Two away games now before the first international break of the season. Two tough ones too. You mentioned Southampton, Middlesbrough upcoming too. What, what are your hopes heading into the two games before the break? Uh, you know, I'd love to get a win out of the two, but I think we can get two wins. I think we can go and beat both of those teams. Um, I, hope, I hope people will say in the press, oh, Ainsworth wants two from two. Yeah, of course I do. I'm the manager. Uh, I believe we can do two from two as well. I've got a great squad. I've got some real good players. It's 11 against 11. You could go out there and if you, you perform better than your opposition, you're going to win the game. Um, we can do this. Believe in these players so much. Um, no injuries, no more injuries would be nice. Um, transfer windows coming to an end next week, obviously. And, and again, they want to keep the best players here, keep the best squad I possibly can. But, you know, it's football. Things happen and it's a business as well as a, as a sport. But... No, I'm, I'm so proud. I'm so proud to be sat here saying all these things about a fantastic football team and a fantastic group of fans that follow us up and down the country. And it's going to be great. Get behind us, please. Get behind us, please, on Saturday because what an opportunity to go and achieve something. Just in team news, you mentioned injuries. Chris Willock, Sam Field, Sinclair Armstrong, all, all unfortunately coming off with injury against Ipswich. Just an update on those three. Yeah, Sinclair, don't worry, he's not injured. He's been training this week, no worries. Uh, Chris Willock and Sam both had a couple of days off, um, and uh, but I, I'm expecting both to be training today. Um, Sam took a hell of a whack in a, in a typical Sam Field tackle, um, and he's he's committed. I'll have him all day, by the way. And Chris, you know, his first start under me um, showed exactly what the player can be. You know, he's he's unbelievable on the ball. Um, I still want to work with him, still want to, still want to get more out of Chris Willock, but um, he's, he's a top guy to work with and, uh, and I, really, I really think he can be a, a really big player this season for us. Um, you know, both of those, um, like I say, Sinclair came off a cramp really, nothing else, uh, but both of those took knocks. Lyndon, very close as well. Um, no, he's desperate to get for the international break, you know, playing England in, in that little group, so uh, in that little sort of two weeks, so I'm sure he'll, he's desperate to play in that one. But um, top, top guy as well, Lyndon Dykes, you know, all for the club. Um, lives and breathes this place, you know, he really does. And he's so frustrated he's not contributing at the moment, but Lyndon's going to play a huge part as well. The only long term is Jimmy, and he'll, he'll, he'll be watching this gutted that I'm saying this, but Jimmy, you've got to be patient because you've, you've uh, you had a hell of a whack. But um, once he gets back as well, wow, we got a good squad because Jake got through... Uh, 45 minutes in the development squad on Monday, so he's in contention. Uh, yeah, things are looking good, things are looking up, and uh, I'm excited. You mentioned Jake, that's my next, next question actually. You, you were obviously in the crowd for development squad's midweek win over Coventry. Just how good was it to see Jake back out there? Great, you know, um, 
Good to see Jake, but good to see him taking on this leadership role on the pitch. You know, he's an example to everyone. He's a good player, Jake Clark Salty, and on, uh, keeping him fit is going to be important for us. Uh, and some of the young boys around him, um, you know, re really, really good. Um, they're coming on as well, you know, Stevie Baller getting a hat-trick, you know, was great for him. Um, you know, especially when the manager's there, he took his goals really well. And, and special mention for Chris Ramsey and Paul Furlong, you know, they're, they're taking on what I'm trying to do in the first team um, and this development side that we're trying to integrate so well into it. They're, they're, they're trying to get these boys ready for when they do make the step and, uh, and I think they've run it fantastically well and, uh, and a deserved win, you know. Matteo in goal made some crucial saves as well, which was brilliant. He's, he's one coming through, so yeah, the future's, future's quite bright here. It's, uh, it's the present that we need to deal with and make sure we get enough points to, to be competitive in this championship starting on Saturday at Southampton. Bringing it back to Saturday, 3,000 QPR fans making the trip to the South Coast. You, you must be so keen to match their efforts with another performance to be proud of. Listen, I, in awe of the fans, you know, I know uh, took a bit of jip last year and, and Watford game totally entitled, I'm sorry. Um, please, please let me off that one. But since then, I think we've been great. I think we really have been great and I'm really hoping that they feel what I'm trying to do here um, and trying to build. And, and what I want to do is when the success comes, we've built it, we've got that structure behind us that there's no big fall then, there's no big drop off. There's a success, but there's a sustained success. There's, there's a building block behind it. That's what I want to do here. You've got to try and do that in football. I did it. I did it at the last club for so many years, and it was great. And 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 you know, if I can have so many years here again to build something and and leave them in a much better place than when I turned up, that that that'd be the aim, you know. And uh, this this club is 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 brilliant because people think we're probably a bit of a smaller club now in the championship. We're not. We're still a heartbeat's real strong. 3,000 away fans who will be as loud as the Southampton fans, by the way. I'll make sure of that because my team will be up for this and getting them going. Um, win, lose, or draw, get behind these guys because some of those players will need you and I certainly need you and uh, I know what you mean to me. I've played in front of you. On Saturday, August bank holiday weekend, backed by thousands of Rangers fans in a sold out away end for our trip to Southampton. It's what football fans live for, isn't it? Well, I can't wait. You know, Southampton, uh, you know, just being relegated, great stadium. 2,800 Rangers fans roaring the team on, be a great atmosphere. Um, Southampton have started the season well, having just been relegated, tipped by many to go straight back. You look at the squad full of quality. Um, snatched a, a, late, a late winner on Saturday down at Plymouth. Sometimes what good teams do, they, they go right to the death, you know, gets them three points. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, but it's, uh, it's going to be a big ask, but one for the boys behind us and the fans to really look forward to and give it our best shot. There's a few familiar faces down at St Mary's as well, with Joe Lumley and Ryan Manning, part of their ranks. What have you made of their squad and the additions that they've made this year? Yeah. Well, Russell Martin's gone in there, you know, the style of play he implements, um, you know, possession base I think we'll probably have to understand and accept that we're gonna be without the ball for for large periods of the game Saturday but that's when your organization and your and your shape and your communication comes in um, you know yeah Ryan Manning who was with Russell down at Swansea he's took him there uh, Joe delight to see Joe you know back somewhere because for a while he was during the early part of the summer he's without a club but uh, yeah two guys who served the club well and but you know what, they're playing for the opposition now, so uh, 
can I say? I don't um, maybe see them after the game when, when we've got the points and uh, say hello and uh, wish them luck. Is that a game that QPR sort of relish, isn't it? A bit of the underdog going to St Mary's? I think so. I think that's when we're always at our best, you know, and it's, it's a chance for everyone, the squad, to pit their wits against a team that everyone's thinking will be certainly there or thereabouts. So, you know, nothing to fear, everything to look forward to. Come on, bring it on, uh, bring your A game and let's go and attack it and see what we get from the game. What have you made of their start of the season? Obviously, we mentioned the Plymouth game. On the opening day, everyone was plucked in to watch their Friday night game against Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. They're grinding out results. Yeah. Is that a sign of...? I was impressed with them at Sheffield. I was impressed with them, certainly the first half, that possession-based game. Uh, game. Uh, then they got pegged back and had to dig in. Um, and then I thought once they went 2-1 up, with Adams came off the bench and scored, I thought they finished the game really well. Obviously, then they go out the cup. Um, then they're involved in a 4-4 draw at, uh, at home to Norwich, which shows you that with what they've got in the team, they'll score goals, but they might concede. So there's, a, there's something for us maybe to exploit. But yeah, they made, a, they made a solid start, which is what you would expect from them. And it'll be a, it'll be a tough game, but as I say, I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to it. Andy, safe travels down to and the south. And we'll see you, see you there bright and early on QPR Plus with Nick London. Yeah, can't wait. That wraps up another week here at Rangers Report, reporting from Loftus Road. So enjoy the trip to Southampton and come on you ours.